From Los Angeles, California, this is Burncast, and I'm the bomb. Two thousand six marks the debut of Gnome Camp to the Playa, with the mission of sending one hundred ordinary gnomes on one hundred extraordinary adventures. Each gnome will be adopted out to participants, accompanied with a digital camera, to document their experiences throughout the week of Burning Man. For details on how to apply for a gnome of your own, visit their website www.gnomecamp.com. For better or worse, fundraising events are an aspect of the culture of Burning Man. They enable individual artists and artists' collectives, as well as entire theme camps, to raise capital for the execution and completion of their projects that will take place within Black Rock City. In addition to raising dollars, they also serve to raise awareness about the projects they benefit. But furthermore, they foster connections within the community. Not everyone believes in fundraising. In fact, Giggsville announced this week that, quote, after surprisingly little deliberation, it was uniformly decided that fundraisers are for squares, and we are far, far better than that. You see, it takes more than a village to raise a village. It takes cold, hard, fucking dirty American dollars. This includes the cost of wood, barbecue, expenses, and repair and transportation of the Uberman. It has been our experience that fundraisers, while sometimes being great fun, are horribly inefficient ways to drum up dollars. Unquote. So this year, rather than fundraise, Giggsville will be asking for a twenty-dollar donation from each and every one of their residents. The folks at Gnome Camp chose instead to raise money by putting the fun back in fundraiser. In today's episode, we go to No Place Like Gnome, a benefit for Gnome Camp that took place on July 30th, 2006, in downtown Los Angeles. What you are about to hear are interviews from five members of Gnome Camp. These interviews include Phil, Dave, also known as Evader, Wicked, the first real live gnome to be recorded for podcast, Justin, and Diva Danielle. The recordings took place throughout the course of the evening. They begin when the event started and follow the arc of the event to when it finished. I'm Phil, and、uh, I'm with Gnome Camp, and this is the West Coast Gnome Camp fundraiser. So there's an East Coast as well. They're originally East Coast,、oh. so I met a couple of them when they traveled out here, and they invited me to join. One thing led to another. You know? So how long have you been involved with Gnome Camp? I mean, officially since the first of the year. Okay.、Um, you know, I was invited to join at Thanksgiving. You know, just kind of like out in the desert, and you know, you're all watching the sunrise with your eyes dilated, and you're like, you should join Gnome Camp. What did you say? <laughs> oh, she sounds like a good idea. <laughs> and then I went and met them、uh, over Christmas,、uh, and they were just really good people. And really organized people. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. That was one of the things that really drew me to them. Is they, you know, they know they know how to have fun, but on the same token, they had meetings and schedules. And you know, I really respond to that because that's really what, for me, what makes things happen is like a lot of planning that has to happen underneath the surface for anything like that to happen. You know, it's like the Burning Man in general. So all these. All this infrastructure that's sort of underneath the surface, so that people can feel like there's a functioning anarchy. What are we? What are you trying to accomplish here tonight? What is? Where are we?、Um, this we're at the mountain bar, and we've pretty much transformed it into sort of a, a, a garden, you know, gnome land. In fact, when we first got here, 
the, the people in the bar were just shocked by how much work we just accomplished in three hours. I mean, we totally just changed the place. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it looks no, great. I'm really happy. I'm really happy with what we did here. I mean, the point is sort of twofold. One is obviously raise funds because okay. this stuff costs money. Okay. Um, and the other one is just really awareness so that everybody who comes here who's going to be on the playa knows to look for us. All right, yeah. and so what is Gnome Camp bringing to the playa this year? We're bringing out 100 garden gnomes and 100 digital disposable cameras. We're going to adopt out the gnomes. We're going to have adoption papers. We're going to give them instructions on the proper care and feeding of their gnomes. We will send them on their way. We will check in on them periodically. At the end of the week, they're supposed to, they, we would like them to give us back the cameras so that we know, we can find out where our gnomes went. And it's a way of like being voyeuristic and getting in on a hundred other people's experiences on the playa. Um, and then we'll toss all the pictures up on the website. Yeah, did they get to take the gnomes back to their default life? Yes. Okay, so yeah. you're part of Gnome Inc, I take it. You're the West Coast regional rep then. More whatever, yeah. Okay, what yeah. does that mean? What do you have to do? It really means that because I was the first guy they talked to, uh, I'm in charge of sort of making sure that information gets out. On the West Coast? On the West Coast. So, you know, everybody else here on the West Coast, they're, they're really, everybody's pulling their weight, everybody's pitching in as much as everybody else, you know, people are doing more work than I'm doing, but this, just because I was the first, you know, I know the other people for, you know, a few hours longer than everybody else does. So this is a fundraiser, and you know, it's interesting, I did a podcast uh, two weeks ago about fundraising, and I got a backlash about it. People were going, money, 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 money. What do you think about fundraising? And I honestly have mixed feelings. Um, it's a necessary part of the game. It's really how you can leverage your resources and involve everybody else and to create something bigger than you could afford on your own. Honestly, if everybody reinvested the money they put into everybody else's fundraisers into their own camps, I think a lot more camps could happen. But it's the name of the game. I mean, it's really it's how you leverage it. And everybody wants to participate in that way. And that's fine. If, if people are satisfied by helping us do something and they participate that way, I'm all for it. Uh, you know, because everybody needs to feel like they participate. That's really, really, really important. So if they have a little bit of a sense of ownership of our camp because they helped us put it on, I'm happy. I'm happy. But the whole sort of circle of fundraising is very strange. Like, I'll give $40 to some other camp. And then you'll get that $40 back. And you'll get back. the $40 back. Yeah. Right. It all goes in circles. Okay. Is there anything you want our listening audience to know before we say... Come on down to the camp. And, you know, we're going to have activities every afternoon. Um, stuff for the kids. Stuff oh, for parents. Good, There's going to be kids' activities. There's going to be crafts. Um, another thing I liked about this is that it's not just about partying and it's not just about, you know, being in your mid-20s and getting messed up. You know, this is for parents. We're going to have crafts for kids. We're going to have things like that in the afternoon. And then in the evening, we'll have down tempo and hanging out and, like, chill stuff. And then at night, on certain nights, we'll kick it up. You know, so come on down. Hang out. Well, my name is Dave DeAnda. I'm affiliated with Gnome Camp because I went to Integral Gathering in December with my friend Phil. And uh, I've known Phil for many years. And uh, we reconnected. And uh, he invited me. 
and apparently it's like one of these like kind of invitation only type parties you know no more than 50 people show up which reminds me of when I used to do Moon Tribe back in the day while we were there I met this lovely short little girl her name is Anna and uh, she was really bubbly and friendly and she said that her and her boyfriend Ben were doing gnome camp at Burning Man. Do you want to go? And I was like, you know, I've been invited for seven years, never wanted to go because I thought it was like way too over the top for me. And I finally said, okay, I got to do it. I got to at least. your first Burning Man? It's going to be my first You're Burning Man. Wow. Yeah. But you're a hardcore moon triber. Well, from back in the day. From back in the day. Like before, like, 1999. I was, wow. I was going for like five years you're in a row. Okay. Yeah, and um, what's funny is uh, my girlfriend, Danielle, she's been going to Moon Tribe and Burning Man, but like post-2000. So we just totally missed each other, you know, in the, in the streams of time. Now, and wait then a minute, we, like, wait, let's back up, let's back up. You're going to break a, you're gonna break a thousand hearts right now. Who's your girlfriend? Okay, my girlfriend is Diva Danielle. Diva Danielle is taken, guys. <laughs> We've been dating since December. I actually met her at Integral. Okay. That was when we met. Yay! And um, so, I uh, when we started going out, I told her, "Hey, I'm doing Gnome Camp. I've been invited." And she's like, "Well, I didn't know where I wanted to camp this year. That sounds cool." Would you mind? I was like, no, the more the merrier. So and it turned into this like, you know, thing. Yeah, it's kind getting of bigger than you. Way bigger than I could have possibly imagined. Like I was having this conversation with Phil the other night about how this is a very interesting meme that has like kind of delved into the public consciousness. Everyone knows what a gnome is, but what it means to you personally is up to you. So for me, the gnome is representative of travel. I just started traveling. I went to Europe for the first time two years ago, uh, you know, in my late 30s. It's a little bit weird, you know, like some, I, I heard that some Americans never leave the continent. So it, it seems strange to me. Once you go, once you get the traveling bug, you got to do it. So I love the whole concept of gnome going out into the universe and, and like having all these experiences and like, you know, I want to do that with my life. That's Burning Man for me. All brand new. It's exciting. It's a lot of fun. The, the, and the whole idea that we're doing this like silly camp. It's not like hardcore, serious, we're so intense. No, it's fun, it's silly, it's happy. That fits me very well. I'm Wicked Gnome, and here I am giving my love to everybody for Gnome Camp. And I feel like no matter where you camp, it's what you make of it. So you could be anywhere, but I'm a gnome this year. You're going to be a gnome anymore? Weren't you a whiskey whore last year? A whore, gnome. I, I feel there are similarities there. We both have a keen sense of smell. Whores like whiskey smells, you know. And what do gnomes like to smell? Oh, gnomes, they, they, they're very tricky because they come out late at night, but they like sweet smelling things, so I guess it's, I guess it's all the cute boys and girls out there. <laughs>
Poor. <laughs> and what are you doing for Num Camp, Wicked? Well, my friends and I have a special Nomioki Mobile, which is going to be a Bronco decked out in grass and crazy flowers that we're going to drive around and pick up some poor unsuspecting burner to sing their little hearts out and have some fun. <laughs> Like karaoke, but no Miyoki. No Miyoki Mobile, yes, because if we don't like the way you sing, we're going to tweak your voice so you sound like a cute little gnome. <laughs> Are you actually getting the car? Am I actually doing the car? I want to hit that sozzle and get the roof off it any day now. We just got to get organized on that. But yes, uh, this will be my second art car I've done. So. Wow. Okay. Well, so the car's in LA then? It's in LA, which means several trips here. Twice a month, basically, until Burning Man. <laughs> it's all good. I only live in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, I just want to tell everyone to share the love and enjoy it. And don't be so down on people. Everybody should just be having fun. That's it. I think that's a great message. Thank you very much. Very good. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'm Justin Hibbard, and I'm in the no. Well, I'm I'm in the gnome camp slash alien underground slash um, roosterfish camp, and it's kind of an amalgam of like several different camps. Um, gnome camp obviously is tonight. You're seeing the fundraiser, and the roosterfish is a gay bar in Venice. There's a big group of like you know homos that are all getting together and going, and then um, alien underground is providing the sound system. Uh, that's Orance. I don't know if you've met Orance. He's providing all the... And then, like, my boyfriend Todd and Danielle and all these guys are going to be spinning. There's a guy from Roosterfish who's providing an entire bar. He's a set builder in the uh, movie industry, so he's providing this really cool bar. Yeah, it's just like a, kind of an eclectic group of people that are getting together just to have, you know, a great time at Burning Man. How long have you been going to Burning Man? I've only been once. I went in 2004, didn't go last year, and then going again this year my second time. My boyfriend's been like... God, like five or six times, I think. I didn't even know what Burning Man was until like 2000. How did you find out about it? Um, I just moved to L.A. from Phoenix. I was at some party in Hollywood, and, and there were these two guys, and they were a gay couple, and they're like, uh, it was like two weeks before Burning Man. They're like, dude, you should come to Burning Man with us. And, and I, I remember being in their, their flat in Hollywood, and they had like all of these just off-the-wall, like, kick-ass, you know, costumes, and one of them was like a costume designer and the other one was like an accountant they were like the absolute polar opposites you know and and like the funny thing is that the accountant was the one that was just totally off the hook like crazy with like in the and the costume designer was a little more like reserved but I mean these guys were great and they're like you should come out with us and I'm like I just met you like five minutes ago and I'm gonna go out to Burning Man with you I don't even know who the hell you are I mean in retrospect I probably should have but you know whatever so I ended up going in 2004 and had an amazing time and did it change your life Absolutely. In fact, when I came back to L.A., I kind of went through that freak-out stage where I was like, stoplights would freak me out and stop signs because I was like, rules, regulations, corporate America, ah, you know, because I worked for Sony Pictures and it was just like so regimented and I was like, wait, where are the people with like the, you know, where are the naked people? Where's the pot? Where's the, you know, why can't I do this at work? What are you talking about? You know, so... What do you mean I have to be there at 9 o'clock? You're kidding me, you know? Where's the music? So I'd flown in from L.A. I had to go straight from work to the airport and flew from L.A. to Vegas. And when I got in the plane in Vegas, all these business people got off. 
and then we had a connecting flight to Reno, and then like all these burners got on the plane, so it's like half the plane was with you know these business people in suits, and then like half the plane were like people you know with like they were like furries and you know whatever you know, and it was just and like there was like a little meager business guy in the middle seat with like these two burners on each side of, it, and it was just awesome. It was so funny, and the flight attendants didn't quite know what to think. You know, it was fun. So yeah, it's been amazing. Um, do you get the Burning Man's a community, or is oh, it? Oh, absolutely. And okay, so what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is totally a community. <laughs> and what does it mean to you? What does a community mean to you? Well, a community means to me... I didn't get the little thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's my drink? Um, a community... A community means to me it's just like a people, a group of people... Well, I mean, a community can mean many things, but a community there... You said it like a million times. Oh, oh my god, I um, can't even keep count. Um, a group of people that that community, like LA is a community, you know. You're doing it on purpose. That group of people at Burning Man is, I can't really, that word is so generic to me, it doesn't yeah. really even describe, yeah. you know. It's, it's like... I don't know, a tribe, uh, it's a, it's a family, you know, it's just a f amazing family, that's what it is, it really is just an amazing family, people who really care about each other. So, I'm wrapping things up here at uh, the Gnome Fundraiser with Miss Diva Danielle. Yes, hello. And so, how'd it go tonight? It went well. The place was full of people, and I feel like we kind of have excitement and support for Gnome Camp, which is going to Burning Man this year, so that's mostly what I was aiming for. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, Phil told me that he was trying to get uh, just spread the word, but also raise money. We were trying to raise money, but I think, you know, any money we get helps us, but mostly we want people to be excited, so they come and they want to adopt gnomes and they want to participate. That's our main goal. Goodbye! <laughs> Bye. People saying goodbye. Right. Thank you, Hot Fairies. Hot Fairies! Good job, the Hot fairies. fairies! That was a very important part of our evening tonight. <laughs> so, um, let me ask you something. I did that podcast last week about, you know, our fundraiser, and I got some backlash about it. Some people said that if you have to ask people for money for your art, then you shouldn't bring it to Burning Man. What do you think of that? Hmm. For me, it's like, okay, if you really believe in our camp, if you really believe in the art that we're bringing to Burning Man, you know, do you want to donate for it? I don't think that that's a negative thing. I definitely think that's positive because that means people are interested in your camp. That means people are excited about your camp. That means people are excited about Burning Man. So that's my thought on it. Cool. So, and a lot of people have donated tonight, and it's been very helpful for our camp. Cool. So. That's what's going to help bring the, our camp to Burning Man, adopt out the gnomes, pay for our digital cameras, pay for the parties that we're going to have for, at our camp, and pay for all the different art activities we're going to have there. So. so the best things in life are free? The best things in life are free and donated for. <laughs> That's the way I feel about it, because I give money to things that I think are fun and exciting. You know? So... Yeah, hopefully right. other people did too. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. you have been listening to interviews of members of Known Camp, a theme camp for Burning Man 2006. For more information about Known Camp, please visit our website, www.burncast.net.
This is a production of Burncast, a podcast spreading the flames about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. A very special thanks to Lecter of NoSpectators.com for hosting these podcasts and for Eva Danielle for editing this episode. Yeah.